Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Derek Ryan and Nick Bugstead. Uh, Derek, a five foot ten right shot center, scored thirteen goals in the regular season. Nick, a six foot six right shot center. Derek played mostly right wing by the end of the year. Uh, they're both pending UFAs. Uh, they both want to b- play in places where they can win, and that is the reoccurring theme that's coming out today. Reed Wilkins is encapsulizing a bunch of the uh, comments coming from Connor McDavid, Leon Drysettle, Matthias Ekholm, uh, Zach Hyman. Of note here, and you're listening to Oilers now live from Rogers Place, we will tell you that uh, Evan Bouchard is... Uh, uh, will not be able to do the show. He is in a uh, uh, an appointment today at 1.15. Uh, there are team... The way this works is there's a series of uh, player exit interviews. They tend to be about 15 minutes long. Uh, the team had a meeting today at uh, 12 to about 12.20-ish. Then uh, the... For lack of a better term, the big boys, the McDavid's, the Dry Settles, the Hyman's, the the Ekholm's. I think Evander Kane's going to do uh, do today as well. Uh, those those guys will do a main media group, a main availability. Uh, we've worked to, to work some one-on-ones. We're trying to pivot away because Evan's going to be tied up. So we'll see if we can get somebody on between. Uh, we might. There's a chance we might hear from Vincent DeHarnay a little bit later on here. We're, we're, we're basically because we're going to re we're going to run the audio from McDavid and Drysettle and Hyman and those guys coming down the pipe at around two thirty. We're going to have Frank Cervelli, who's on the show regularly on Tuesdays. He was kind enough to move around and bend a bit for an hour. So uh, we'll have Frank coming up at one thirty-five, and then Hart Levine's going to talk a bit about the the uh, the cap. And that's going to be a big number. And it's going to be a big number for players like Derek Ryan and for Nick Bukesit. How do you keep this together? And if your Oilers general manager, Ken Holland, who will do an availability tomorrow, and Jay Woodcroft, you know, at the end of the day, the Oilers came up short. And they're going to want to improve their roster and improve the team. And the time is now. And the more cap flexibility they get, the better position that puts Edmonton in. Just keep that in mind. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and uh, swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Of course, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino excitement. Uh, uh, it will be five minutes after this meeting, which will be like at 135. You know what we're going to do? We're, we are going to pivot. Brendan, can you give Frank a call? Um, uh, can you give Frank a call right now and see if sure. we can get him on a little bit earlier? All right. All right. Um, 
we'll see if uh, we'll see if we can do Dehernay then at uh, 135. This is this is how live radio works sometimes, and unfortunately, uh, I'm not skilled enough to type and talk at the same time. Um, five months after okay, it'll be late. It doesn't. It will, it, we might carry Frank through two segments here. We'll just wait and see here. Frank Cervelli coming up for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Uh, live thoroughbred racing back at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino every Friday and Saturday. For more information, head to thehorses.com. I don't know if we're going to get him because Frank had a meeting as well that he had to move around. So we'll wait and see on that front. But stay with us. We'll have Frank on in this hour of the show. We'll get to the orders now. Injury report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We can tell you Evander Kane found out yesterday was playing with a finger issue. Don't know if Evander's going to shed some more light on that. Of course, he suffered the severed wrist uh, back in uh, November when the orders were in Tampa Bay. Zach Hyman didn't want to get into particulars, but clearly was pain, was compromised. Looked like a core injury for me. Guests on the show received gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Come in and check out their location at... Uh, 3975 Calgary Trail. You can tweet us at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. The texts are on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. And of course, we're available on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, uh, the River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it so there you go uh, we're going to go into the ashley fine floors text line uh bob the main difference is this texter jason in summerside says the main difference between vegas and us was their commitment to playing team defense first and then taking advantage of their offensive opportunities that resulted from there we have the horses required to score enough goals but in my opinion until the players fully commit to playing consistent team defense every single game regular seasonal playoffs they'll have a difficult time winning the cup i hope this becomes a major focus for next year so we can clearly see this improvement and hopefully end up winning it all. Thanks and love the show. That one comes to us um, from Jason in Summerside. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, what's your thoughts on Ryan O'Reilly? Not sure of the price point uh, that getting a 2C would be a priority given the flexibility to run McDry. Um, I love Ryan O'Reilly. I thought he looked slow as the series went on against Florida. Love him. Love him. Absolutely love him. But concerned about the foot speed. Um, if you have McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, McLeod, and potentially Bukestad, and even Ryan to take some draws, I, I think you got center options there. Uh, Bob, would Carlson San Jose trade be worth look, looking at this summer? Broberg and a pick or two, or uh, Winnipeg, they might be in dismantle mode, maybe a defenseman from there. Holland, what would it take to land a Kyle Connors type? Also, on a side note, everybody wants Skinner and Campbell. Uh, we're going to end up firing the wrong people, so to speak, and look for it. Maybe it's time, this texter says, uh, for the goalie coach, uh, okay, uh, for a goalie coach, uh, to receive some criticism. Every other position on the team in management has uh, been turned over in the last eight or nine years. Um, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. 
we'll see what happens. I know there, there was some person, some individual yesterday on Twitter that misinterpreted what I was saying. What I will say is I complimented Vegas for the course of action that they took regarding goaltending coaching by bringing in um, a pretty important guy, and that was Sean Burke. Uh, Bob, last night Reed pondered the question: uh, Do the Oilers have enough MBs? Mean, uh, you know what? It doesn't sound like Derek Ryan or Nick Bugstead are mean enough. Uh, perhaps we should trade uh, these two guys and get more, move on from these two guys and get a guy more like Evander Kane. Uh, do you think we have enough <laughs> uh, toughness? I, 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 that's part of the reason why I think we want to see Costin stay here. I think that that's an issue uh, as to why we want. Bob, uh, do you think DK from St. Albert, Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, do you think 97 and 29 re-up after their deals are done? I think the best place, the best chance for Connor and Leon to win together is in Edmonton. That's what I think. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. This text comes in saying, I can't wait for Mark Spector uh, to get spec on. And he'll give us an objective, an objective synopsis of the current state of the team. Okay. The texter adds, we got to get back in the first round here in the draft. Uh, need to add... Uh, we got the 21st ranked prospect pool in the league. So basically nothing. And my fear is we'll have to spend more assets to appease Connor and Leon at the deadline, if not sooner. Well, Spec will be on the show tomorrow. Uh, and part of it's going to depend on the time that we do. Uh, we might end up taking Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft live on uh, tomorrow's edition of the end of the year uh, interviews on Oilers now. Uh, I don't. I think they're going to be going earlier in the morning, to be frank with you. So I, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that front. So you want to trade back into the first round, and your concern is that uh, your concern is the orders are going to move more first round picks to go for it next year. I have completely the op. I find that interesting. I can't wait to get Spec on, so he'll give us an objective synopsis of the current state of the team. But Al, you don't want to trade next year's first rounder to improve the team. I, I find that interesting. When you have a good team, generally speaking, you don't have as good a prospect pool. That, that's kind of the way it works. I mean, I, I remember when the Hockey News used to do their prospect guide every year, and every year they ranked goalies way too high. And they would go 10 years back and realize they always had goalies ranked way too high because goalies are tend to be voodoo. I, I'm completely opposite of you. I'll ask the listeners. Brendan, I'm going to drag you into the conversation here. Frank will join us at 135, and we'll see if we can get DeHarnay at 150. Uh, but at the end of the day, my expectation is the Oilers will trade their first-round pick next year. Absolutely. But what did they trade their first-round pick for? A guy with term left in their deal in terms of Matthias Eckholm. That's, that's another part of the reason why that deal worked for Edmonton. I mean, does anybody well, – I'll throw that out there right now. You can text us on the Ashley and Fine Flores text line. Did anybody take issue with Ken Holland moving ultimately two first-round picks to get Matthias Eckholm? Was the trade worth it for you? 780-496-0063. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And would any of you hesitate if the Oilers traded another first-round pick at the deadline next year to go all in to win? Because I wouldn't. 
I mean, we had Brian Lawton come on the show and say he thought the Oilers should have maybe traded, gotten another player and traded next year's number one to do it. So I want to know from you, text us on the Ashley Five because we got a lot of really smart listeners. So Al, you 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 know you have a perspective, and I got to tell you, I kind of disagree with your perspective. I think if you're in a win now mode, and the Oilers are in a win now mode, you're trading away for they traded what all a late first round pick. I mean, the Oilers pick is going to be what is it, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth in the draft this year, and. They got Schaefer at 32. Half the people hated the pick. I love the pick of Reed Schaefer. But was so it's a two part question. First part was a trade for Matthias Eckholm worth it? Because, in my opinion, it was. Because you got three more years of Eckholm. And would you have any hesitation in trading? And take a look at the body of work from Ken Holland. He's trading those guys for a little bit of term. Now, does he trade for a pure rental? I don't know if he does that. Would you? Have, I I would not hesitate. Brendan, what about you? Would you hesitate at all trading next year's? I mean, first of all, give me your assessment on uh, the Uckholm trade. Was it worth the trade? Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, if you've been paying attention to, to Reed Schaefer's value and that was the hat you were going to, or the, where you were going to hang your hat on being disappointed in that deal, let's say, uh, I'm not so sure they gave up a grade A prospect there and you're giving up a draft pick that's going to be at the end of the first round anyway. So, you know, what what difference does that make, right? When you look at what he meant in so many different facets of the game, at home, I mean, um, that would have been a great rental, Bob, let alone, let alone the fact that they get a couple more more years out of him, right? So three more years. That's, that's where I'd begin with him, and and I hope that his standard of play, you know, remains as, this high as he continues maturing, and and hope that's like a fine wine, you know. Um, but this is the window. This this to me was year one of a three year Stanley Cup winning window in which I would suggest everything should be on the table to accomplish that. The, the market's going to dictate whether it's somebody with term or not. That's what I would say. Is we'll find out. Closer to the deadline next year, I guess, whether it's going to be somebody that, uh, that is um, like term like, uh, like Ekholm. That's I, just gravy, really. I would even move the 2024 number one with the contract if it created a place where I could sign a guy in free agency by moving out a contract to sign a guy to a long-term deal. That's how you have to work in a cap system. Who did the Edmonton Oilers just lose to in the Stanley Cup playoffs? They lost to the Vegas Golden Knights. In Vegas' inaugural year in the NHL, because of the success that they had, they gave up a number one, a number two, and a number three to get Thomas Tatar. They then flipped Tatar to the Montreal Canadiens with Nick Suzuki to get Max Pacioretty. They then turned around and subsequently made deals and added first Mark Stone, signed Alex Petrangelo uh, as a UFA defenseman, and then also ended up making a substantial trade, which saw them move along Jack Eichel, or get Jack Eichel, but move along Alex Tuck, a guy that people thought was going to be the captain of their team that they stole from the Minnesota Wild. They moved Tuck and Peyton Krebs in that deal to get Eichel. Right? And so they added three top-line players, a first-line center in Eichel, 
Stone was on their third line, but let's face it, he's a first-line winger. And a first-pairing right-shot defenseman. Right? And they, I mean, <laughs> they traded a number one to get Stone. Um, they traded a number one in Suzuki plus a number one in, uh, that they gave up to get Tatar to get Pacioretty and gave Pacioretty away for free because that's how the machinations work with a cap. So I'm telling you right now, if you had to include a number one with a team, maybe for a prospect back to get a contract out, let's say you wanted to get Damon Severson and you thought you could get him, I don't know, on a on a five five year term at four and a half to five million dollars. He's a right shot, so you'd have to move out a right shot D. I would even consider moving a pick to do that. And and that's kind of how Vegas thinks. I mean, I asked Kelly McCrimmon about this. And I'm like, you know, if you were in a Western Canadian market, you might get more criticism for it. So I don't know about you, Brendan, but I'm like, Vegas were relentless in trying to improve their team at all costs. And I think that's the stage that the Oilers are in right now. And the thing is, Bob, when you exit the window, when you've recognized that there's a window, and when you start to exit that, that's when you sell off your existing assets right. and start to recoup some of the draft picks that you sold off to get better in the first place. And that's one of the things that's occurred. Junior hockey doesn't have a cap, but you have a window. The Edmonton Oil Kings loaded up and went for it, and they came up short at the Memorial Cup because the wrong guy, Dylan Gunther, their best pure goal scorer, got hurt in the playoff series against you. They still won the WHL championship. And a year later, Bill LaForge Jr. did the same thing, completely loaded up Seattle. And then the Oil Kings spent all this season moving their the, the assets they had left to try to get picks and that sort of thing to rebuild. And, and Brendan, where do, where do a lot of NHL managers come from, uh, you know, and it's a different system because it's not a cap system, but it is an asset system. And it's a tough way to talk about players, but that's the reality of the situation. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to break. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're going to bang, uh, bang off about five minutes worth of text. Frank Saravalli is going to join us at 135. And at uh, 205 today, we're going to hear from Hart Levine. And then a little bit later on, uh, we'll get to some of the thoughts from Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, Zach Hyman, Matthias Eckholm. You're listening to Oilers Now, Bob Stauffer at Rogers Place. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's 125. Kyle, Texas. Bob, I agree with this on you. It's win now. That said, Connor and Leon will need to see a continued open window potential at the end of the term of their deals to ensure renewal. We have to remember picks 
equal currency. Players cost money to keep and picks currency to acquire. Ekholm still has currency in a couple years. Players with term have residual currency. It can be recaptured at a later date. Good GMs generate assets and currency by buying low and selling high. More difficult than fans think. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Five and Floors text line. Um... Uh, Bob, what about Skinner? I'm convinced had he made one more save each loss, we are winning and still playing. He looked slow in both series and was slow tracking the puck. Derek says trade for Hellebuck. Love the show and keep it up. Well, Winnipeg's going to be a team to watch. There is no question. Um, uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, the ones complaining about trading our first-round picks are going to be the same ones complaining if we don't go all-in. What point? At what point do we go for it? As long as 97 and 29 are here, go all-in. They're the two best players in the world, and they deserve it. And again, I mean, it's just, for me, it's all good. Bob couldn't have said it better. As a long-winter fan who's been here when Doug Waite and Bill Guerin and Cujo left us and had to experience the many years of losing teams and missed playoffs, now is the time to spend the money in the draft picks. Hell, throw in a washer and dryer, too. Uh, we only have 29 and 97 for two more guaranteed years. We have to uh, strike now. Again, that text on the Ashley Five Floors text line. I, the players look at this as a bitter end, and I get that. It's on organizations to relentlessly work to find mechanisms to improve their teams. At the end of the day, Ken Holland did not trade for rentals. And what's crazy, and I, I'm just going to leave you with this, because Jeff is texting me to say, Bob, what about a team like Dallas that retains their top draft picks, like Jason Robertson, Rope Hintz, Jake Ottinger, and Wyatt Johnson? And I'm like, well, they drafted those guys. I mean, they had one draft. The, the, the major reason why Dallas is as good as they are is because of the 2017 draft. Okay? They got Heishkin in third. Uh, they got uh, Ottinger in the late in the first round. And then they ended up getting Robertson uh, around 38-39 on the second round. Uh, the Wyatt Johnson pick, all a credit to them. And the Oilers better hope Xavier Borgo pans out because they took Borgo one pick before Wyatt Johnson, who, by the way, played four years for Paul Coffey and credited Paul Coffey in his interview that he did with uh, Elliot Friedman's 32 Thoughts. Florida. Florida went all in on rentals, and it backfired last year and a year later they're in the Final Four. It's crazy. They don't have a number one for three years. They went all in on rentals. They turned around and traded another number one to go get Kachuk. Saved it. Saved it. And pulled off. Had the Pittsburgh Penguins won one of their final two games, the Florida Panthers against, they lost to Columbus, Pittsburgh did. The Florida Panthers would not have been in the playoffs. And instead, they won uh, three road games at Boston and three road games at Toronto in their third round. And they're still playing. It's tough to predict. Off to Global News Weather Traffic Update. Randy Kilburn back with... uh, Frank Cervalli from the horses and horse race in Alberta. And believe me, we're going to have a lot to talk about.